0: The Spanish Announce Table.
1: It is episode 365 of the Spanish Announce Table. It is the 2021 year in review episode. Tom, what a crazy year 2021 was. Uh, Still is. Technically, this is the 30th of December for anybody not watching us live. Obviously, if you're watching us live, you're watching us live. You know how that works. We're in the now now. But this year is coming to a close. And man, it's tradition here. We like to give out yearly uh year end awards, Spanish announcement yeah. awards. We're gonna do that. We're gonna get to that. We're also gonna review AW Dynamite New Year Smash Night 2. Come on uh, with before it. Before we do all that, we've got a special segment that I haven't told Tom what we're doing yet.
0: I have zero idea. So uh to peek behind the curtain real quick, mm-hmm. typically We will do a little bit of uh, ping pong, I like to call it. Like, hey, what do you want to do? I want to do this. Okay, well, I want to do this. Okay, cool. Let's work uh, A into B and then make it into C. And then, hey, there we go. We got a show, right? That's typically how we do it. Uh, Today, I was like, hey, Tim, got my things. Uh, You got your things? Yep, boom, boom. And then he goes, hey, I got a segment. I was like, okay, cool. He's like, I don't want to tell you about it. I'm like, so what? He's like, yeah, we'll just do it live on the show. So this is legitimately the first time I'm hearing about a new segment after eight years of doing the show. Here it is. It's not new, necessarily. This Ah, is something
1: I I thought of. And, you know, we like to do the mother-loving news uh, on these Mm -hmm. shows. to keep people informed. And Mm -hmm. I didn't want to just do that for the year-end awards, right? I wanted to get a recap, a review of the year in the news of 2021, Ooh, right? So okay, now this isn't all like there's some storyline things that were news impactful, but this is kind of like this is what happened in the year of pro wrestling to kind of get us to where we were because there's some things I think you might have forgot about, Tom.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. As you we, were doing, our, uh, as we mm-hmm. were doing our as we were doing our year in recap, and I was kind of just thinking like who I thought X would win this and all that kind of stuff. I was like, oh, that happened this year. So yeah, I bet you I'm going to be shocked by many different things so let's uh let's get into it
1: and feel free to join in on the chat uh if you like some of what you're hearing chime in with some of your thoughts And, and again here's what i did tom i painstakingly went back through a news website day by day through the history starting at january 1 and looking for headlines to be like oh yeah i forgot this happened or i forgot that happened so if i missed your favorite news story or or if i screwed up a date sue me right don't sue me sue tom but you know, we would have got it right at time, would have put in some effort. But I didn't let him know, so you know, I mean, sue, you know, don't sue anybody. Um, uh, but you know, deal with it. Basically, it's a podcast. It's free. Yeah, come on you with you it. You can donate. Spanish down table donate. All right. So we're rolling into January, right? Start of two thousand twenty one. And most of this stuff, you know, is, is stemming from prior to late, late December. But this is kind of the mood the feelings that we're in, right? We're coming off of uh um uh, Edge returning to WWE. He wins the Royal Rumble, right? Yep. Right, big story, Sting returning at the Winter Is Coming. Right, just prior to that, so Sting's coming up. Coming up in January, he's wrestling. Now we've got Sting showing up. Remember, he's doing the, the baseball bat thing.
0: Sting showed up in twenty twenty one or yep. 2020? twenty one. Twenty
1: twenty. It was twenty twenty. Yeah, it was 2020. I don't know. Yeah, it was twenty twenty one. Maybe I'm not fact checking now. Too late. And the John Huber passing. Right,
0: mm-hmm. that had
1: happened right at SmackDown end of the year. The they had done their their tribute show everybody's all in the feels about that um and then that's where we're at right january's rolling around no big news but then february hits and we've got if you remember butch reed passed away which was a big oh
0: year. yeah mm-hmm. oh man local hero yep. went to uh the same university i did central missouri mm-hmm. first guy eliminated in the royal rumble uh also part of one of my favorite tag teams with ron simmons doom and wcw yeah, yeah. butch reed good Shout guy Shout
1: out to my block strongest man saying happy new year uh, yeah, guys in the chat and see you already responded there um, yeah. my block strongest man great youtube uh, mm-hmm. channel if you're into strongman competitions if you're into wow. seeing like how you can bulk up with with random things around the place uh my block strongest man check that out all right there also in february wwe passed <clears throat> uh or excuse me what they did was they paused promotions and pay raises for all employees citing covid uh, uh concerns which was nice of them you know
0: WWE. oh of course yeah but it you know guys. racking
1: up record profits loves to uh, mm-hmm. you know big news to hey. do about that and big show joined aew
0: oh man mm-hmm. what a you know February. that was a that was a crazy signing because i think a lot of people by going you know with the old way of thinking how wrestling promotions work they thought okay so big show is going to be your tnt champion in you know two months time and really he had one match yeah. at a chicago show against right. qt marshall and that's it he's just been calling matches and stuff cutie we forgot oh. to let cutie on
1: the show again
0: we'll get you in 2022 cutie We'll get you in 2022 cutie marsupial
1: all right so we roll into March, right? Hitting, you know what happens in March, right? You're on the road to WrestleMania big time then, right? So uh, what was happening then, though, was WWE Network moved to Peacock. Oh. And the removal of controversial segments ensued. Remember this whole new story.
0: Man. So, fun fact. Essentially we've
1: got to... the death of the WWE Well,
0: Network. that's what I was going to say. So uh, you, we have worst moment of the year i did mm. not know that that happened this year
1: Ooh, i might, might have to
0: reconsider because the wwe network prior to the move to peacock was outstanding especially after they did their new ui change where you could search a wrestler they would have all their clips and, and moments and pay-per-views yeah that was fantastic great. and then fantastic. they just sold their soul to the devil and now fuck them i'd never go on peacock
1: never ever. Well, I th- I, the only thing I can think is that they saw like, hey, pretty much everybody only watches this for the special events and the documentaries. We can sell that to somebody for the same amount of money we're making off of people and make it a lower price for them. And they get a top 50 million subscribers or whatever. You know what I mean? Like they just cost-cutting measures. It was just cost-effective. And that's, you know, capitalism, baby, right? You know, it's all... Uh-
0: I don't yeah. even think it was cost cutting. I think it was effort cutting. I think they yeah, said. we it. it. was like cost benefit the... ratio, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Yeah. They just were tired of putting in the same amount of work and they said, hey, can we just throw in the towel to get money to do this? And they mm-hmm. found Peacock and Peacock was a new streaming platform that needed as many eyes as they could get. So mm-hmm. they got a billion dollars and now bye bye. I don't watch it anymore. Also in March,
1: Shaq wrestled on aew dynamite oh what a cool match what a great what match. a cool so match and fun. that was
0: also the debut of jade cargill mm-hmm. that was her first match yes. in AEW, uh which we will talk about her in uh, and Shaq the... disappeared out of an ambulance we still don't have an answer oh, we will we will he'll come back but isn't it cool full full circle here the debut of Jade Cargill in March. And then we're going to be talking about in our new year smash recap, she was in the semifinals for the yeah. TBS tournament championship. So yeah. pretty cool.
1: Uh, the Shaq match was great. One of the best celebrity pro wrestling performances ever.
0: Yeah. Say what you want about Cody and pi- plenty of people have, but he, I assume being the most veteran of the four put together that match as far as the structure. And Probably. then obviously the timing and cues and things like that. Spot on. Very well oh, yeah. done by Cody. And, and obviously Shaq the effort from Shaq it. and stuff. Shaq
1: knew the showmanship aspect of it, the crowd interaction.
0: Yeah, and Shaq, Shaq. credit to him too. He he did a, a good nod to um pro wrestling fans by doing the Brody Lee tribute before he does the power bomb to Cody, where he did the kiss and then the mm-hmm. arms out. I like that. So yeah, Shaq knew his audience. He tailored his match towards that and then obviously went through a table he didn't have to do that so yeah yeah. did awesome cody did great velvet uh red velvet and Jed cargill did awesome too because remember that was gonna be brandy rhodes because brandy cut that awesome promo on open mic night which she tried
1: to revive last night
0: right which tried to revive last night uh but then she got pregnant so she couldn't do it so uh red velvet got the opportunity
1: also in March, WWE banned leg slaps, and the news broke online. <laughs> and so I mean, Everybody's making fun of him for that.
0: Yeah. Well, look, less the better, right? There, the less definitely, the better, yes. Yeah, there's definitely moments for that, but when when Brie Bella was missing a spot but still slapping her leg, that's when we knew we needed to just stop this in WWE. Well,
1: yeah, when the heel of a shoe hits a chin, it doesn't make a slapping sound. no that's a foot. A foot does. If it made that sound, you killed the person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know Fun what fact. I mean? Like, I know we're supposed to suspend some disbelief for this, but you would have killed somebody. All right. Mm-hmm. Also mm-hmm. in March at AEW Revolution, we had the non exploding, exploding barbed oh. wire
0: death match. But here's the thing about that. Because, yes, I, <laughs> as I was doing my research for, you know, Event of the Year and all of uh. the other type of awards, Uh, revolution came up the thing that i will say is prior to that explosion that was going to be my moment of the year where you had an incredible death match between john moxley and kenny omega remember john moxley pseudo kicked out of the one-winged angel by kicking kenny omega into the exploding barbed wire and then the babyface turn of the year with Eddie Kingston fighting past the Good Brothers and Kenny Omega and also fighting past his own uh guys in um in uh uh the Lucha Bros I believe or no it was it was uh Butcher and the Blade fighting past those guys to then cover John Moxley 10 out of 10 and then you got the dud of the year that made that a laughable execution but before that chef's kiss it was great and also credit for them on how they got out of it remember one of the best promos of the year Kenny Omega and Don Callis making fun of uh Eddie Kingston and uh John Moxley 69 me Don 69 me <laughs> that was the best that was the best
1: god I forgot about 69 me Don 69 so me Don we named an episode that <laughs> yeah it was so much fun well, because he said, like, get in the north-south, and he quickly realized Don Calis didn't know what the fuck he meant. Because he's, he's like, 69 me, Don. <laughs> like, Come on, this is live, pal. We got to fucking go.
0: Oh, yeah. And then Eddie Kingston and John Moxley's promos together. Remember how Eddie Kingston started with that? They were sitting, like, in front of a fire at some kind of cool bar, and he's like, you feel the heat? You feel the heat? Oh, yeah great promos after that horrible moment and for them to acknowledge it was also great too so yeah loved it
1: also uh wwe released andrade in march which was kind of of the first of a wave of things to come that we'll discuss throughout the rest of this year but everybody you know and and we'll talk about you know andrade later coming up on his match but this was supposed to be the like finally he's gonna get a chance right
0: Hey, and he is right. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. his highlight of the year, I think even though it might be Cody's highlight of the year was the, you know, flaming table spot on dynamite. He also had some good matches with Pac and things of that nature. I don't know if he went to the Heights that everyone was expecting when he got releases. Oh, he's going to be the face of a promotion. Now maybe down in triple because remember Ric Flair, uh, came out with him uh, when Andrade took on Kenny Omega for the triple a championship. So who knows, but, um, Yeah, good. He got out of there because what was he doing? Nothing.
1: Yeah, really. He wasn't. Um, And then also in March, Christian Cage debuts in AEW
0: and wrestles for the first time in seven years. Yeah. And man, I tell you what, what an MVP he has been for AEW this year. Um, I will say, though, if you recall the the anticipation of who it was going to be was a little anticlimactic because again, it was going to be maybe Kurt Angle, maybe, uh, yeah, they're going like to get that. someone for, and it was Christian. And again, and Christian we Cage like, is oh, great.
1: And I think Christian was like an idea, but it was
0: like, Oh, it could be Christian. And
1: everybody was mm. like,
0: Oh yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, because remember, yeah. it, it could have been CM Punk. That was the rumor. Remember right. around that time, was, oh, could be CM Punk, it and then we're weird. like, Ow. it was like
1: everybody was like, oh yeah, Christian would be fine, be cool, but like we hope it's somebody cooler. And then it was like, well, yeah. it's Christian. And everybody's like, cool, but but he is then, great. He yeah, is since great. Since
0: then, I've always been a
1: fan of Christian Cage. He's always yeah. been one of my. Like, I would rank him higher on my list of favorites than probably anybody else you ask for the most part, I think. Like, mm-hmm. I've always been a big fan of his.
0: Yeah, I mean, his work that he's currently doing with Jurassic Express has been very good. His pseudo-feud with Matt Hardy has been entertaining. His fill-in for Hangman as Hangman in real life went to go have the birth of his child, so then he put himself in remember that match where he won the impact championship on the first episode oh, of rampage right. he, over kenny omega so
1: christian cage like he wrestled on a wrestlemania the whatever impacts the big thing is uh-huh. and then like Slam-a-W aw Rursery. as well like yeah he had well, we're discussing male wrestler of the year i don't think i had him on the list of consideration but like man he
0: has yeah. some stats yeah he's got some stats he he did really well really well for himself
1: really well for himself all right so then we roll into april and april brings a lot here Tom april nxt moved to tuesday nights effectively ending the wednesday night wars which were never that was really in a april war. man they've been mm-hmm. doing it
0: that long i guess yep. the but they didn't go to the 2.0 No, that comes later that comes later okay gotcha yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. no
1: this was just the move to tuesday nights
0: right yeah, yeah right
1: yeah. and everybody was like well because dynamite was clearly winning that battle
0: every week except for one right yeah
1: and then, all right, WrestleMania with tens of thousands of fans in attendance in a big portion of the show featuring Bad Bunny Mania.
0: Oh, yeah, he did well. He did, he did well. well. He did well, you know and he brought a lot of
1: attention. Remember, he was, like, selling
0: first, oh. second, third on mm-hmm. their merch. Yeah. yeah, he's a very popular guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what I, I will remember, though, from that WrestleMania is two things. One, uh the women main evented night one which still mm-hmm. is not a main event i don't care what you say main events the actual last match of the event whether it's two nights or not um and then crying before it because you don't break character but i guess you do in this instance what ebbs but it was emotional uh and then also the rain it was the first time that i could remember that rain actually so, right. played a part a in an outdoor delay. show yeah yeah
1: well, in the Hall of Fame class, for you know, they did 2020, but the 2021 featured Molly Holly, Eric Bischoff, the great Khali, Kane, Rob Van Dam, William Shatner, and Ozzy Osbourne. Neat. Yeah. yeah. Titus O'Neill won a Warrior Award, I think, something like that.
0: Can we name it after him, by the way? Fuck the Warrior. Like, no offense that I'm sorry that he died early and stuff, but he was a trash person. I think we yeah. all know that. Uh, Titus O'Neil isn't. And so let's Titus just had it a fucking middle him.
1: school named after him. I yeah. didn't put that in the thing because I was just like, right. eh, what are we going to say about it?
0: Yeah. But like, <laughs> let's name the award after the Titus. Someone. Yeah. And it doesn't matter that he's alive. That's totally fine. He can present it to the person. Instead of, you know, this warrior award where he made anti-Semitic and anti-gay comments throughout his entire life was a shitty pro wrestler, had a cool two year moment. And that's about yeah. it.
1: Yeah pretty much mainline steroids all day long Mm
0: -hmm. and again i'm very sorry to his family and all that stuff i'm not talking about like the death is a fucking thing but like he wasn't that great of a person we all see it it's all on record maybe stop calling award after him i don't know maybe
1: yeah just wait till they have a vince mcmahon award after he passes that'll be interesting He, uh, Mike Tyson returned to AEW Dynamite. And this performance was better than the first one. I think we kind of like this one. This is when he shows up, he helps the uh, Chris Jericho, and they make No, they make no, nice.
0: no, no, no. Okay, so this is when he made nice. Right. Okay, because when he was beefing with Chris Jericho, that sucked. Remember right. when he came out with yeah. Rashad yeah. Evans? Well, this and one here, you know, yeah.
1: he comes back and helps now, and they make nice. Right.
0: Yeah, that's fine. I like that. That was fine. Yeah. Mike Tyson is hit and miss. This one, he was good.
1: All right. Then in April, WWE released Samoa Joe, the Iconics, Bo Dallas, Mickey James, Mojo Rawley, Chelsea Green, Kalisto, and more in a first wave of many releases that we'll discuss.
0: But in one of the rare moments, uh, re signed Samoa Joe not too long Samoa later. Samoa Joe did not too come long on after back that. later. Yep. Yeah, it came right yep. back. Yeah. All right.
1: Yep, um, but these names here, I I, I don't think this one shocked anybody either, right? I mean, like the Samoa Joe was big, but the Iconics was a shock. I think everybody was mm-hmm. like, we liked them,
0: oh, but yeah, it didn't shock.
1: us it like WWE never knew what to do with them? Um, Bo Dallas was kind of one where we were like, that guy's still there, mm-hmm.
0: um, you know. And then like, Joe's kind of never really got a shot yeah. to do anything. And hey, credit to her, you know. I know we're going to talk about our male and female wrestler of the year. The work she's doing alongside Matt Cardona, outstanding, and her work in Ring of Honor before Ring of Honor you know shuts its doors, which we'll probably get to, uh, and her match that she had with Cardona against Effie and Alley Catch, I mean, fantastic, loved it. Right. So uh, credit to her, she can do mm-hmm. she can wrestle. Obviously, WWE doesn't know what the fuck to do, so they don't know. Yeah. Um, also in April, Pat McAfee
1: joined the SmackDown commentary team.
0: Great, love it. Pat McAfee is so fun. Pat McAfee is awesome. I like him so much. His show is good. I know right now he's kind of getting dragged through the mud because of his constant talking to Aaron Rodgers, which is kind of controversial about, you know, misinformation, things like that. Uh, But he does give other people. Wrong. No, well, it's totally wrong. But he also gives like Charles Barkley the opportunity to tell people to get vaccinated and that the African American culture needs to get vaccinated because they're not going to get the same care that uh rich white people will get. So, you know. I
1: didn't know Barkley was a pro-vaccine oh,
0: advocate. Oh, 100%. Oh yeah. Nice. He calls everyone who isn't a knucklehead and everything, but sure. what I'm saying is Pat McAfee is giving a platform to both people. So, I like that. But currently, he's getting a little bit dragged. However, WWE, he's been awesome. The yeah. the boog, yeah. the the guitar yeah. solo boog. Side
1: note. We don't always just for ideological sake give a platform to two sides of an issue if one of them is unilaterally, empirically like provable wrong.
0: Oh, yeah. I know. I know.
1: I know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if we were like, should we stab baby kittens? Let's yeah. hear from both sides.
0: Yeah. Our seat belts. We don't need to bad. hear from both sides. Are <laughs> yeah, seat, seat belts good or bad? Let's hear both yeah. sides. No, shut up.
1: Where do you stand on the "let's stab baby kittens" debate? All right. (laughs) Also, in April, WWE fired longtime talent relations director Mark Carano following a highly publicized incident involving the personal belongings of released talent. Remember, he fucking sent Mickey James stuff back Mm -hmm. in a trash bag, and apparently, he'd done this quite a bit. And then his girlfriend comes out and is like, "He's stealing shit from the company and has it stored under his mattress like a dork." Um, I think I always got. weird creepy vibes from that guy and mostly when my wife would watch total divas mm-hmm. he, yeah, was he was on there was. a lot more mm-hmm. so than i ever saw him on any other wwe programming of course and i was like this guy seems like a fucking sleazeball and i you know i'd heard about him in the news and then to see him there i was like this guy seems like a fucking like a mm-hmm. like a like a bastard right like you're just kind of okay. like i don't know that i'd like this guy and then all this comes out and turns out i was like oh yeah he was mm-hmm. a million mm-hmm. percent yeah i uh but the thing I, is, I, like with WWE, see, they don't fire that guy when it comes clear he's a bastard. They fire that guy when the public catches wind of, yeah, of him. Yeah, when being you a find
0: out he's a bastard because he's a good right. yes man, right? Because right. maybe they actually like that people are getting sent their stuff in a bag, but it's not them who's doing it. So then when it comes mm-hmm. out, well, hey, we have a fall guy, this Dorku, you know, this cross eyed knuckle dragon idiot over here get him out of the way but it's mm-hmm. you know right. i don't think that that was an original idea is what i'm saying so mm-hmm. yeah you know
1: all right one third of the year through right we made it through april a lot of stuff's happening in 2021 right
0: yeah well because at this time this is when uh we're getting out of the pandemic era shows and more we're crowds, crowds are starting to show yeah so this is when yep. we're starting to which is controversial it of
1: itself right? oh yeah definitely yeah for sure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. another thing i thought about I'll never say this guy's name pretty much here in any news story, but I, I started to name 2021 the year of Nick Khan. A lot mm. of this guy's decisions are changing the landscape of professional wrestling.
0: And you know what? This isn't the first industry where you could say that. If you go to over to ESPN when he was the uh, agent for all those CAA guys, they were also dictating the agenda and platform and shows yeah. over at ESPN. So, like I- – this I've is heard, what he
1: does i've read stories that like you know we talk about like wwe being for sale or whatever or like things that like this is the kind of guy who like if like he may take over as like the guy running mm-hmm. wwe mm-hmm. and his name was never around until this fucking year i think like
0: what yeah it felt like
1: it's, it. so, well, weird. Well, remember- then it's so weird because there's also tony Khan. so then it's like wait a minute what the hell is right, Khan yeah, the most Kans. prominent name in wrestling in a matter of like two years out of nowhere yeah
0: yeah But remember, we talked about this because, you know, I've been familiar with who this guy is because he, you know, he represented uh, one of my favorite journalists, Ariel Hawani, when Ariel was uh, working for CAA. He represented Michelle Beadle, Stephen A. Smith. I mean, he represented a lot of the big talking heads in the sports media industry. And it's interesting to see that, like, once he left. And came over wwe those talking heads also left espn right michelle beatle's no longer there Ariel lani's no longer there Stephen a is and it's kind of taken over but you get what i'm saying um but yeah this is what he does he he's he's pragmatic i don't know if he's necessarily heartless i just think he said hey the strategy of signing everyone just so that they stay away from that company is kind of silly so let's stop that and these are the people who we don't see a future in and whether that's right or wrong, which turns out a lot of them kind of wrong, but he doesn't know the wrestling industry. Uh, that's his decision, you know. And so they'll learn, maybe, or they'll go out of business, which I wouldn't or hate either way. Business.
1: Well, they're still in business, and in May this year, uh, non WWE related story here: New Jack passed away.
0: Mm, that one hurt. Yeah, he wasn't the greatest guy. Again, I, w- oh, I wouldn't course. name an I wouldn't name right. an a, a humanitarian nope. award after him. Right. However, some of my, you know, best moments from being a teenager, preteen, that 13 to 16 age was New Jack coming down with a shopping cart throwing all types of things at, you know, the Dudleys or Sandman or whoever it was and just causing a ruckus. And so like that, that'll well, be Well, the Natural Born know.
1: Killers theme song oh, just major you feel that's what I'm like saying you the
0: wanted, whole
1: that song alone made you want to be somebody like New Jack.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was Play great. That
1: song and be like, I'll go in and rob this bank. I don't give a fuck. I don't yeah. give a shit. Mhm. I'll do it. Oh. I
0: like it. that you mentioned uh, robbing a bank because that uh, person may come up later and what. Oh, our he's awards. coming up. He's mm-hmm. coming up in our
1: stories here as well. Also in May, John Cena apologized to China
0: for calling Taiwan a country. I. What yeah. a bitch move. Yeah. <laughs> And this is where, look, I get it. We all want to have equal rights across the country, but it got to be consistent. You can't say, you know, his campaign, love is love. And you got to accept the people who are not looking like you or acting like you in this world, which is a hundred percent true, but then go, well, but China said that. And so like, Maybe they're right. I don't know. Maybe. It's like, no, you know they're not right. You're just doing it because there's a huge financial hit if you continue down this course. So, like, that wasn't a great look.
1: Yep. No more movies being allowed to be released that you're in in China. So now no more movies for John Cena. No more, you know, Mm -hmm. ad campaigns because they can't air this commercial in China because it's your Mm. voice. You can't advertise for the latest Honda or fucking Mm. pistachios or whatever. Right. Sorry, China. Yeah. Hey, look, you know, I mean, you know, everybody's allowed to make their financial decisions and do what, you know, make their decisions in life based on whatever they want. But yeah, I think unilaterally, even, even the people that like are in John Cena's boat, which aren't a lot of people, right? The LeBrons of the world. The oh, fucking, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Understand it to be like, oh, shit. That's an emasculating act. You know, like, oh, he- <laughs> yeah. Just,
0: not even, emasculating. I
1: don't, even if a woman had to do it, like it's a, it's a demoralizing
0: yeah, act. very much so. I mean, yeah, we could get we could do a whole podcast about that because again, the, the Winter Olympics is going to China, and currently uh the whereabouts and well being of a tennis player from China who spoke out about one of their officials is in question, but we're still doing the games.
1: Yeah. That's how we like, do it.
0: That because the money well the money can't stop that's what it is money can't stop
1: that's why the cdc recommends you only quarantining for five fucking days
0: well that actually has some news i can send you some things on that
1: okay the five
0: days things i know but also there's some news there i can take that off the line in
1: may wwe released velveteen dream tom phillips and referee drake Wirtz. (laughs) <laughs> if team
0: dream yeah the velveteen, velveteen dream. dream man yeah totally forgot about that guy once he left i mean seriously yeah is anyone talking about him no
1: nope well and then the drake words thing remember so he's oh, yeah. making news because he won't he's making crazy videos i'm gonna say crazy videos about mm-hmm. mask and vax mandates um in his wwe nxt embroidered shirt. And that's what Mm -hmm. kind of finally they were like, Hey, look, man, you gotta go worth the trouble. You gotta be out of here. And good night. That guy, at least he's also gone from the news cycle now for now.
0: Yeah. Well, somewhat, I mean, he still tries to pop up every so often. However, I mean, I don't want to go down a slippery slope here because again, you're not always who you're associated with. Mm -hmm. However, uh, two of his closest friends, from all social media posts, uh, were Bailey and Sasha Banks, and Sasha Banks made some news because she yeah. couldn't wrestle because of oh, some things. One of the one of the
1: Viking Raider Warrior what guys, whatever they're a.
0: Oh uh, really? Well.
1: yeah. Oh, they're all like you know the
0: mm-hmm. like, yeah
1: you know, Americans unite against the steel and that kind of shit. Yeah, man, cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, cool man. story. Hey, let's do is this. It cool, more. is it a cool oh, story. Hey, get this over. <laughs> Well, let's get this over let's have some guy play guitar and i'll just pound my chest that'll get people to like me great creative great also job also in may
1: uh wwe uh, released adnan Verk and replaced him with jeremy smith on the raw commentary team
0: yeah adnan look i like adnan he does a cinephile show where if you're a movie buff i would say listen to it because he does a great breakdown of it uh, he also knows his baseball better than anyone else he was not suited for no he wasn't raw
1: and jeremy smith or jimmy excuse me jimmy smith jimmy smith
0: great. jimmy He's smith great. is awesome and i can't wait because you know wwe has this long history of a wrestler bumps into the commentary guy and a, you know the commentary guy has a match with said wrestler jimmy smith knows his fucking shit he he can, he'll beat he some ass and so yeah oh god yeah he he fought he was he, he fought mma and he can fun side
1: story and I didn't discuss this with you offline, but we'll do it right now, live. We'll watch yeah. out this. I saw yeah. the news story about Chael Zennon being um handed Five papers. on one. Um but also I heard that like he was apparently in a you know, pounding on somebody's apartment hallway or or hotel hallway door. Mm-hmm. And some couple comes by and, and starts arguing with him. And the article just said, Chelsea quickly handled the man.
0: <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, I'm sure he, he did. He beat up five guys. Jesus, man. Five misdemeanors for assault. He's a fighter of the year.
1: You never know these days. I, You know, I've done my level best to train, especially my son, both kids, to like be able to size up a human and know like some of the telltale signs of, like, you should probably not fuck with this person. Like, look at their mm-hmm. neck. Look at their look at neck the ratio to shoulders, right? They got traps, right? Mm-hmm. Like, look at their quads. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm trying to, like, tell, like, I point out, I'm like, look at the size of this fucking guy, mm-hmm. right? Like, I try to point that out as my kids, like, realize, like, these people get this way for a reason, right? Like, oh, look and, at the ears. sometimes it's not even, like, you train a bunch, right? I'm not saying, like, you're a small guy, but somebody might not think, like, somebody would be like, I can take mm-hmm. this guy, but you know yeah.
0: how to fucking Go take ahead. a motherfucker down. So, Come like, I, you know. And if I don't, I'll try. You know what I'm saying? I, right. I, I know. I'm. I right. trust my skills. In, in this um, day and
1: age, with with you know private martial arts training so prolific, just probably
0: me. shouldn't fuck with anybody unless you know who they are. Oh, there's a there's a guy here in town, Jeff Molina. He's in the UFC. Fights at 125 pounds. 125 pounds is not that big. He'll fuck you up no matter what your weight is. Mm-hmm. He, he's a bad motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like I'm being dead yeah. serious. He'll mm-hmm. he'll make you kiss your knee. Even if you didn't want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're, you're going to be unconscious. Anyhow, Chill yeah. Sonnen, fighter of, the, fighter of the year. Took out five guys one night. Love them. Yeah, yeah a little bit of wrestling tie in there, right? Jill's yeah.
1: A, yeah, right. <laughs> also in May,
0: Mark Henry signed with All Elite Wrestling. Another great signing because, again, I think we thought it was going to be he becomes a active raster. His
1: interviews of the main event fighters on Elevation.
0: Yeah. He couldn't do, and no offense to him, he, maybe he can in the future, but he couldn't do the commentary. He was a little bit no. lost, a little bit slow on the comments and finding his foot. Well, he's just
1: so in the moment, and you have to be thinking ahead when mm-hmm. you're in commentary. Yeah. Right? Like, you have to be a step ahead of yourself. What you're saying has to be, like, what you already thought about and on to the next thing. Right. You know this well. But Mark Henry's so in the moment with everything, which is a great characteristic to have, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but it doesn't it's... work well for live read, right?
0: Yeah, but it's
1: time for the main that event. That is so good. Because he, I, sometimes I won't watch the people and I'll watch his face because you can tell he's like, they're going to fight. He's so excited. His eyebrows yeah. raise. He, he's like licking his lips. And then he's like, well, it's time. Like He's so excited. It's so honest and so pure. I love it. Love
0: yeah, it. I hope in the future 2022 you know again if we went back a week and did a christmas wish list and uh add one more wish i hope that maybe they could work that in for the next you know hangman versus kenny omega pay-per-view match work him in to say it's time for the yeah. main event because it needs to be on a bigger platform than just rampage
1: sure i mean i wouldn't mind that on dynamite like it gives yeah. you a big fight feel mm-hmm it does yeah it, it, it really does. does it's great all right, rolling into June 2021 in our year in review. By the way, join the chat. If you're watching live, feel free to use hashtag tweet the table on Twitter uh, to chime in with some of your favorite moments in 2021. We'll read those on the next episode. WWE released Braun Strowman, Lana, Aleister Black, Ruby Riot, Buddy Murphy, Santana Garrett, Killian Dane, Bollywood Boys, Fondango, Tyler Breeze, Ever Rise, Tony Nese, and more in one of the big shocking release sweeps of the year. Like this was a lot of names. Bronze Lana, yeah. Aleister Black, Ruby Riott.
0: But you know who, honestly, of that round of releases, is probably now one of my favorites in AEW? No, 2.0, point Oh, 2.0. Oh, 2.0 2. is great. You want to taste? Huh? You want to taste? They're so like, fun. They're such great <laughs> asshole heels. I hate them, and I love that I hate them. And
1: you're right. I need a bing bong out of them
0: yeah a bing bong yeah just fuck your life if they could just do that in a pay-per-view just one time i know they can't cuss all that stuff but just work it in and they can censor it later but yeah 2.0 because when it ever when they were ever rise in nxt didn't over my head i didn't give a shit about them right they come over here and their work with john moxley darby allen eddie kingston uh, adopting uh daniel garcia as their son all the fun promo stuff it, yeah,
1: yeah, oh they're prominent on the shows. They're on elevation. They're, they're so on dark.
0: Good. They're on, so on good,
1: Yeah. Yep. On rampage. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Also, oh, I don't have that in the notes. I don't know when in the year rampage debuted, but did it debut in 2021 or was it mm-hmm. prior to 2020? Yeah, it was 2020 no, in
0: there somewhere. Yeah, it debuted 20. It was the week before uh, CM Punk.
1: So all right. So we haven't got yeah. there yet, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. we'll come there. Remember I'm that. Joking. Also in June, GCW worked the town when police were called to the GCW Outlaw Mud Show in Laramie. And this event was fun, right? The barn. Fuck that
0: horse. <laughs> the shout-out? Hey, personal. We got a shout-out on the show? That's personal shout-out, Spanish Announce Table. If you go back and watch that pay-per-view, friend of the show, Kevin Gill, shouted out Spanish Announce Table. So, hey, that was a personal highlight for the show. Love that. And, the and then also were called. Yeah. The, the cops, cops were, called.
1: were called they worked the town.
0: Mhm. That was a great so show. Great. Yeah. So Mance great. Warner versus Nick Gage. Mm-hmm. They uh stapled Mance I Warner think I think that's what got
1: I think that's what got the cops oh. called. Also in June, this is fun. Joey Janela trolled anti-mask activists and <laughs> and WWE referee Drake Wirtz at a at a school board meeting in Florida. He dressed up like one of them. And like was speaking and did all that. You remember this new story? That was when he got oh, the yeah. picture with Drake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was great. <laughs> Joey Janela's cool points. I skyrocketed love with me. Then, man. <laughs> by the way,
0: a quick side note about <laughs> Joey Janela. If you haven't watch AW Dark, the street fight between him and Sonny oh, Kiss, yeah. I watched. Fantastic. It. Oh yeah, Fantastic. I watched Television
1: and Dark this week, and
0: and yeah. God, you're
1: so right. There's so much more fun than Raw, even as a passive view. Like you recognize yeah. it's a passive view, and you're not like super intent on it but it's still better than raw
0: way better way august better. by the way august 13th 2021 was when rampage started right i'm gonna add that in here rampage
1: also in june a fun story showed up when virgil charged brooke hogan 20 dollars for a picture and an autograph signing <laughs> <laughs> good virgil school points went yeah up with... <laughs> virgil's great yeah <laughs> june 2021 andrade el idolo signed and debuted with all the wrestling that
0: one was a quick turnaround yeah well because i think he didn't get the like can't compete clause it was just mm-hmm. i'm out get me out okay right. fine there you go
1: and then also in june leo rush retired yeah mm. yeah Then yeah. <laughs> july comes around a little bit somber note the patriot del Wilkes passed away
0: oh yeah And that was weird that was a hard one.
1: It was a hard one. And he was a standout character for being only there for a short period of time in Pro Wrestling.
0: Oh, yeah. That that switchover between, you know, uh, the new generation to the Attitude Era, like that one to two year period, like that was him right that was when it was stone cold him lod ken shamrock taking on the heart foundation in canada like he was in that little mix and then as soon as it takes off the attitude era is there i don't know what happened you know i don't fact check but like then he was gone you know what i mean as soon mm-hmm. as like dx took over with x Pac and the uh new age outlaws and all of that kind of stuff yeah you didn't see him
1: passed a and he was out yeah yeah he was gone he was gone. I don't know what happened there. Uh, Malachi Black debuted in AEW. That was another quick turnaround one.
0: Yeah, because he, again, didn't have a, yep. a, a can't-compete clause. Right.
1: Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff passed away in June, oh, or July.
0: Man. Yeah, I do remember that now.
1: And that one was from my childhood, right? Like I was mm-hmm. young kid, Hogan. Like I'm, mean, We're talking like kindergarten age Hogan fan. And oh, the yeah. Mr. Wonderful feud there was big. Yeah, that heel turn when he turned Mm -hmm. on Hogan. Yeah, that was huge. WWE in July resumed employee promotions and pay
0: raises. That's nice of them. Well, if you stayed, if you if you kept a job, Mm -hmm. Uh,
1: Matt Cardona defeated Nick Gage for the GCW title in July.
0: Again, we've got best moment of the year and in consideration. Uh, fun fact, it wasn't that, but in consideration was that match. Huge. That moment. was also my consideration for match of the year. So well, much fun.
1: And stemming from that and that publication, you know, that publicized event, Nick Gage then wrestled in AEW, leading to the Domino's Pizza Cutter incident.
0: The best. So- and we all, <laughs> and then so Domino's. Rude. And then yeah. Domino's was like, "We're going to pull our advertising." Yeah. And remember, we had little groundswell of community from the IWC where yeah, it was fuck like Domino's. Fuck
1: Domino's. Yeah, uh, John Moxley publicly said they need to chill. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like, like, Domino's chill. <laughs> and guess who came out of that as a new sponsor in the wrestling community? PBR. Remember, PBR was like, "Hey, that's right." Hang out with us and PBR made a little uh, pizza pizza slice, pizza cutter, and stuff. Yeah, so that was a great moment. I love that moment.
1: I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. And in July, big news WWE released Bray Wyatt. That was a bit of a shocker. I mean, he had been gone. Clearly, something was up. I think everybody was like, something was on here. Yeah. And then he was gone. It was official. And then there's been a lot of back and forth on, you know, he said, she said, since then. And nothing much else but that.
0: Yeah, I think he's gonna he's gonna be a 2022 story. I, I don't think he's done with wrestling, but where he yeah, goes, he's on like a
1: movie right now, I think they said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we shall see. We'll be talking about
0: him we next year see. for sure.
1: Well then, oh, also in July, WWE officially. or no, excuse me. This is August now. This is August. Rampage debuted. We discussed it. Mm-hmm. W, which is. I love Rampage. Let's hit on that for a second. I like this one-hour show on Friday nights. Little extra storylines.
0: They they make I it a different it. show. Yeah, I love it. You know, being a old 36-year-old, I wish it was on earlier, just being honest with you. Like, at 6 o'clock, it would be great. Before SmackDown, again, one true time zone, Central Time here, yeah. uh, it would be great. But late, I do... Yeah. I love it. I just, boom, it goes by. It's it's quick. The debut episode episode was when Christian Cage defeated Kenny Omega for the Impact Championship. That's what led into their feud at All Out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Fantastic. Loved it.
1: Also in August, WWE officially released Ric Flair, Bronson Reed, Bobby Fish, Leon Rush, and Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes Martinez, we'll talk about here in just a moment. Yep. Yeah, uh, the Bronson Reed was was interesting because they said even they're like, well, we're going to move to this new NXT and and we're going to have bigger, you know, yeah. bigger meathead guys. And it was like, well, what the fuck did you get rid of that guy? He's yeah. he great. You just the... made him champ. You gonna like it was so weird.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you were to book NXT 2.0, which is actually 3.0, which is actually really probably 4.0, like. The two pillars, again, if you want to steal from AEW, the two pillars that I would use would be Rex Steiner and Bronson Reed. Like, two meaty men slapping meat right there, right? Like, that's a feud you could do for years. But, man, whatever.
1: They're lost. They don't want it. They don't want it. Also in August, AEW's Max Caster was suspended after he referenced Simone Biles' mental health issues and the Duke Lacrosse rape scandal in one of his televised raps
0: on julia hart mm-hmm. and then yeah. julia hart got the uh sprayed in the face by malachi yeah. black later in the year um, and max caster was like oh well, you can do that yeah. to her but you can't talk to her and so the max caster one you know there's a lot of
1: heat against this term cancel culture right mm-hmm. but i i don't think this is bad right max mm-hmm. caster did something where we were like "Ooh, hey man maybe you don't get something let's take a break yeah let's show you some information let's show, you know what I mean like maybe not say these kind of things moving forward, right Now you get out there because it, it didn't seem like he did something malicious, right? He wasn't doing something no that it was just kind of one of those like, oh hey, man, do you realize what you fucking said? like right, yeah, we've done that plenty of times on this right. podcast, um which I don't think is wrong. So when people say like we're developed you know can't fuck cancel culture I'm like, hey, look if we're fostering a culture that doesn't allow people to just be open dickheads to people
0: because they're just allowed to say whatever they want. Like sign me up. I'm fine. Mm, yeah. Well, <laughs> again, we can get into a bigger conversation about that. Cause I don't think cancel culture exists. All you have right. to do is just be Louis quiet C- for C- a week. Louis CK is fucking putting out. That's what I'm saying. Like if you're just quiet, the news cycle is so rapid right. that it, you'll, we'll forget about it in a month. Right. right. Yeah. It doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Beautiful Bobby Eaton passed away in August. Mm. Underrated. So good. Yeah. So good. So good. Yep. CM Punk made his long-awaited return to pro wrestling. Uh, you know, he showed up on AEW Dynamite. We all know the rest of the story. CM Punk. What
0: a moment, though. What a moment. I rewatched One of the biggest that. moments
1: in wrestling in a long
0: time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, we have best moment of the year, and that was in consideration. It wasn't mine. Uh, spoiler. But I rewatched it just to consider, I mean, I still get chills. I even know what happened. I even know what happened right now. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I still watch that. And you just see just the groundswell of support for their own guy. Again, I don't think if you did that in Indianapolis, it would have been a huge cheer, but it wouldn't have been the same. That was just the perfect storm of debuting, coming back, time period, everything. Yeah, it was incredible, incredible moment.
1: It was a huge moment.
0: I think it's Um, the moment of the year. I I honestly, you know, not my personal best moment, but if you were to put a time capsule in 2021, like that's the moment, I think. deafening
1: pop that just destroyed all other audio and and Mm -hmm. got louder and rose. Like I'd Mm -hmm. never heard that. I never heard that. And I've been watching wrestling a long time.
0: And to see just such a disgruntled, grumpy man, almost to tears because of the reaction he got. I'm talking about CM Punk here, uh, yeah. was just incredible. Again, that's I think that's the the best moment of the yeah. year. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's a moment that'll live in. MMA or iconic. Most iconic. I and mean, it might yeah. be the, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, this 2020s. Yeah, yeah for sure. Mm-hmm. And then Becky Lynch and Brock Lesnar made surprise returns at WWE SummerSlam.
0: Hey, look, I like big time Bex. I think her character right now is fun. It's good. I still don't think we want to boo her. Uh, But she's doing really well. Brock Lesnar, to his credit, this little angry farmer gimmick that he's doing is fun. Um, But the way they came back. Yeah. I mean, John Cena came back, too. And we didn't care. Remember that?
1: Well, I remember at the time, these were big things that they were trying to compare to the return of CM Punk. And to me, I was just like, how can you even? It was rushed and no story. And who cares? First of all, neither of them had been gone more than a year plus. Right. And we're talking about a seven year return. (laughs) Yeah. And both of them were no-brainers to go back to WWE. It wasn't like yeah. they were going to the new start. You guys are weird. Bro. You
0: guys are yeah, fucking very
1: weird. Very weird. You guys are weird. All right. Also, though, and then we move into September, right? We're we're turning it. We're well past into this back half of the year now. September 2021. WCW TNA star Daphne passed away. Um, kind of a televised suicide event. Not really. I mean, like she mm. did a call for help on a live stream and then help to not arrive in
0: time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That was tough. Um, that was hard yeah. to, 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 to watch and to, to be a a part of, which is, yeah. sounds weird to, to say, which, but well,
1: and we'll say know. this later in the news too with somebody else. But like, you know, if you need help, please get it and get it immediately.
0: And in- yeah, a million percent. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, it was that was tough. I didn't I didn't like yeah, that was a bad day. Yeah, bad right. day as a wrestling fan. And then
1: also in September, better times ahead. Ruby Soho, Brian Danielson, and Adam Cole Bay Bay debuted in AEW.
0: At the same event. You're right. At How the same, same event.
1: Damn time. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Also, CM Punk made his in ring return at all out, seven years away from the ring. And he went at it with Darby Allen. Went at with Darby Allen. Good choice. I didn't hate yeah, that. Yeah, very good choice. Also in September, not a great choice. NXT
0: 2.0 debuted. Mm. I gave it three weeks, just like their pushes, and I'm out. I haven't watched it since. Yeah, and at, around the same
1: time, I think this kind of the news kind of broke later. So who knows when this happened? But Triple H, it was reported that he was having mm. heart issues. Almost mm-hmm. like, sounds like he had a serious heart attack. It sounds like.
0: I mean now. I'll make a lighthearted joke because now it seems like he's okay and on the other side of this, but it seems like maybe that heart issue was a broken heart for what Vince was doing to NXT 2.0. Yeah, like, you know what bad. I mean? It's
1: been bad. It's Horrible. And then WWE announced they signed Gable Steveson, Olympic gold
0: medalist. Hey, that motherfucker is badass. You want to see a great video? Go YouTube Brock Lesnar wrestles gable stevenson at the university Mm -hmm. of minnesota those motherfuckers go at it gable stevenson is out of this world as a wrestler but i don't give a shit i don't give a shit don't give a shit it's gonna be bad
1: also it's gonna be terrible also in september AEW officially announced they would be moving dynamite from tnt to tbs starting fucking this week next week yeah next week yeah excited for that and that's gonna bring some extra eyeballs i think tbs is a much more watched station
0: so I don't I don't know those numbers, like as far as what's available more. I just yeah, know I that I think it's
1: free on like every fucking thing. I think everybody gets TBS. I <laughs> think you just get, well, I hope like, so. you don't have to ask for it. I think mean, they're like, you fucking take this.
0: I just know that TNT has so much basketball, and when basketball runs on a Wednesday and a Friday or a Saturday, you know what I mean? Like they were gonna get bumped continuously for the lifetime that they were on that channel. Yeah. So I'm more happy that they're on TBS yeah. just because you don't have the competition of NHL and NBA and whatever other, you know, sporting event TNT gets or Turner right, gets. Right. Yeah.
1: Also in September, Leo Rush unretired and resigned with AEW. Hey,
0: look hey. at him. <laughs> there you
1: go. Run around, run around we go. Tommy Dreamer was suspended from several gigs after insensitive remarks he made on an episode of vice's dark side of the ring about accusations made against Ric Flair.
0: How the hell did that happen? Isn't that the weirdest news story of the year? It's like Tommy Dreamer. Told, like, did, well, did like, you get to watch this before they released it? <laughs> did you, oh, uh... I know that, but like, for the one person take the fall was Tommy Dreamer, Tommy Dreamer. when well, it's Rick Flair he said did it stupid all? shit. But like, but, oh, like, know, Rick but like, Rick Flair did it, it,
1: but he's like, "Fuck you, I don't care." But Tommy Dreamer's trying to be like, "Listen, it's okay." Like, like that's true. They're like, that's "No, true. it's not okay." It wasn't just a joke, Tommy. We're trying to get that through Rick's head. Now you're over here helping
0: Rick, jackass. Yeah, but like Rick Flair is still just chugging along, same right?
1: Same thing with cancel culture, right? Tommy Dreamer's back on Busted Open Radio. Yeah. He's fine, like, yeah. you know, because again, be it didn't seem like it, it seemed like Tommy Dreamer just fucking. Don't get me wrong. I don't mean to say this like about him totally in life, but Tommy Dreamer was dumb and mm-hmm. didn't understand what he was fucking saying and what he was did not understand the the depths. Of mm-hmm. the concept of what he was talking about. Definitely. I agree. Yep. 100%. October rolls around. AEW announced the creation of the TBS championship, a secondary title for the women's division. That may or may not say "hose" on it.
0: <laughs>
1: may or may not say hoes.
0: You got to look at it a certain angle. Yeah, you can <laughs> see it. That's for sure.
1: <laughs> um, interesting, though. We're still waiting for this to be a thing, but it's we're about to get it.
0: 2022 we're going to get our first champion it's either going to be like spoiler it's it. going to be Jade Cargill Jade Cargill or Ruby Soho yeah we okay do you think so you think they go two heel champions for the women yeah. you got Britt Baker and you got Jade Cargill so the only thing i see is like ruby soho somehow
1: gets one of those like aha i pulled a cheating move to get a win on you and then Jade Cargill gets pissed and she like just fucking cast aside Mark Sterling. But I think that would be a mistake. So I don't mm-hmm. see that happening.
0: You know what I mean? Like- I, yeah, I think again, if you only look at the TBS tournament and TBS championship by itself, Jade Cargill hundred percent should win the tournament. But then when you look at the bigger picture and you say, So our women's champion is a heel, and then our secondary champion is the bi- basically the same kind of character a little bit more badass but like the same heel like the baby I mean, faces just suck do.
1: i don't like i don't know how you're going to get ruby soho over jade cargo without having to redo it and then find a way to get her over again you know mm-hmm. uh-huh. we'll see I don't know. hey look the, I don't the, think the, ruby soho's lighting the world on fire that makes them think like we got to get this title ruby soho I i mean
0: i don't think she's bad I don't think she's bad. I don't. I don't think she's, like you said, lighting the world on fire. Um, I will say this. Hey, uh, AEW has yet to really throw a real huge stinker as far as story goes. So I trust what they're going to do next week. Yeah. All right. Uh, Bobby Fish
1: debuted in AEW in October.
0: Yeah, but I think. the fish guy. But we can get to the bigger story in yeah, December, kind of, and it's, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Also in October, this one's fun, WWE released ring announcer Greg Hamilton after he publicly shamed and attempted to extort rapper West Side Gun for using
0: his voice in a rap song. Hey, uh, shout out to West Side Gun, huge pro wrestling fan. Yeah. I became more familiar with them after this news story. Friend of mine actually makes music for West Side Gun. He should be on the um, show. Yeah, Conductor Williams, check his music out. Uh, he is the guy that makes a lot of the beats for West Side Gun. Westside Gun, Typically, you can be uh, you can find him front row at any AEW or WWE show. Big, uh, good friends with Big E as well. Yeah,
1: and all those people should be on the show. Big E was on the show. Big E was on the show. He's a friend of the show.
0: Go back in the archives and listen to that. Yeah.
1: Also in October, ROH released all of their contracted Mm. talent and announced they would be going on hiatus and would return with a new business model
0: what yeah that's again a 2022 i mean it's a 2021 story because that's unprecedented i've never heard of that in uh, my exactly lifetime.
1: unprecedented and it's a shame we know some folks there in roh that are friends of the show yeah Dak sad. draper like, yep.
0: yeah mm-hmm. um I, I just i'm i'm very curious for the first quarter of 2022 what that even looks like how that is formatted the whole thing i'm, yeah. I'm very interested it's very interesting
1: then we roll into November, right? And John Moxley announced he would be immediately entering an inpatient alcohol rehabilitation treatment program and urged anyone struggling with anything to seek help immediately.
0: Side note, that was when uh, AEW was in Kansas City. I went to that show the day he was, day into he a was supposed a book signing to be
1: there. 10 minutes from my house. I really was heavily considering. You got the book? Was,
0: well, yeah, I got the book right here. Look at this. Got it as a uh, Christmas gift. Read the first 50 pages today definitely recommend it it's a very good read so far uh and also remember this just shows you the depth of the aw roster it was going to be orange cassidy versus john moxley to then go to the finals with who would be facing brian danielson but because their roster is so deep miro fills in loses to, or, excuse me, beats Orange Cassidy, but then loses to Brian Danielson and now is feuding with God. Yeah. One of the best feuds of all time. God. Uh, and we haven't seen Miro in a little well, bit. Well, he's done here. promos, right? But he's done some promos yeah. out in this white void. Um, but yeah, I tell you what. Um, it's so good. Very good. Miro again. We we have male wrestler of the year. He was in my consideration there for yeah. like mm-hmm. he was outstanding yeah. this
1: year. Yeah, yeah. All right. Also in November, WWE in a first wave released Keith Lee, Karrion Cross, Nia Jax, B. Fab, Eva Marie, Grand Metalik, Lince Dorado, Harry Smith, again Scarlet Bordeaux, Oni Lorkin, Frankie Monet, Ember Moon, and more. I mean, come on. Keith Lee. The carrying cross surprises Naya Jack surprised us a little bit even, um, even Marie yeah. really surprises because they just brought her back a few months earlier to a lot of fucking
0: yeah, but she fucking sucks. I think the one that really was a kick in the dick, and we'll get to the probably the the other members of it, but hit row they got one month yep. and then just told to hit the bricks yeah. make no yeah because that comes later too even, but yeah. in the
1: second wave not even that one Drake Maverick. The hit row, sorry, that was it, and then John mm-hmm. Morrison, Tegan Dox, and others. John Morrison was a surprise. I was like, "Really? You guys
0: are you're doing one of the few fun things you're doing? You got rid of yeah." I just they it's just, but again, I think John Morrison is a thing where the powers that be, maybe Nick Khan or whoever it is, is saying like he's on the other side of thirty. Do mm-hmm. we see a future in him? No, and I can almost yeah. understand that. Again, yeah. if you're in this it probably whole, yeah, like.
1: like... Another you thing know, where, like, well, he came out like we can't own the full rights to that shit because he's right. too, you know, too contract savvy and fucking.
0: Yeah. But, like, hit row were all young talents that has not been overexposed, hasn't right. even been exposed we're to the masses. doing something
1: entirely different than everybody else. Yeah. That was the stupidest We catch a whole move. other demo that you probably don't normally seem to mm-hmm. adhere to. to, you know, or, mm-hmm. yeah, cater to jackasses. Randy Orton set a new WWE record for most pay-per-view
0: appearances. There you go, Randy. Good job. Yeah. Way to have no other options. (laughs) Way to go,
1: bud. WWE put on a month-long tribute to The Rock for his debut anniversary where he never appeared once. For the company, <laughs> I mean, oh, five the fucking best. long, they were like oh, the, right. best. the best fucking the
0: best. What oh, a bunch God. of
1: jackets And they bring out a gilded egg.
0: That yeah, that someone stole, and then the person who stole it got a uh, reward for getting a title match. Fucking stupid! And then mm. now Vince just gargles through segments on Monday Night Raw great guys way to mm-hmm. go way to go with those fucking writing fun. segments and then we rolled into
1: december right the month we're in mm-hmm. now here beth phoenix announced she was leaving the nxt announce team
0: she's coming back
1: yeah nxt contracts for johnny gargano and kyle o'reilly expired and kyle o'reilly has since debuted on AEW. i think johnny red Wagon. Mm-hmm. red
0: wagon yeah red wagons now in AEW. i love red wagon love them red wagon red wagon um,
1: Yeah, Johnny Gargano, you think he's an AEW-bound guy? Yes.
0: Yes. Here's the thing that... Ah, this isn't a bold prediction. My bold prediction is more specific, but I will say uh, another bold prediction off the cuff here before we get into our awards. Um, I think this is going to be 2022, the year of transition for AEW. I think the Brian Cages, the... Um, uh, uh, Penelope Fords, all of those types of talents. I think that's when they're getting shuffled out, and then the ones getting shuffled in is going to be Johnny Gargano, Kyle O'Reilly, yeah. um, Tegan Knox. Like, it's going to be this whole transition of the old mm. guard and the new guard. AEW's influx. That's what I think
1: uh also in december roh's uh final battle pay-per-view event happened in what is expected to be their final show until they return reformed
0: as they promise and titan debuted mm-hmm. better known as braun Strowman. yeah with the control
1: your narrative
0: group yeah with ec3 and then um
1: yeah that other guy. Some other folks but yeah it's all about like fuck these companies we, we make our narrative cool
0: man yeah, okay thanks yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Neat.
1: And WWE announced that their new... or the, Excuse me. WWE announced their new college athlete name, image, and likeness program and announced a list of first class of athletes, including the previously signed Olympic medalist, Gail Stevenson. Hey. Uh, Going to take advantage of some young, dumb...
0: Well, and hey, the, the college athletes that are getting money from WWE, credit to you, good job, love it all. Uh, but as far as a wrestling fan, I couldn't give less of a care i just whatever this just seems like you're gonna exploit some young dumb souls
1: like a lot of the reasons we love a lot of the guys on AEW is because they did forge their name as wrestlers on the independent scene and wrestling fans and know the art and love the craft and like sure out of the 25 a year college athletes that you get maybe one or two out of every five years are going to be, like, actual wrestling fans also. And they're going to care, and they're going to catch the bug, and they're going to have the charisma. But, like, the rest of everything else is going to suck. It's going to feel forced, and it's not going to know. And you're going to ruin... Like, your product's going to be unrecognizable to what actual professional wrestling fans are.
0: It's going to be Von Wagner's. It's just going to be a whole roster of vanilla Von Wagner's. Yeah,
1: so when they don't understand why, like, their numbers are dwindling, it's because, like, you don't... Like, you're not... You don't care. The you effort's not there to people with what the core of the feelings and the emotions in this are because
0: those people aren't getting they don't have it. That's true. Uh, are we recapped for the year cuz I want to get a quick Ooh, hot almost. take. Okay. Almost. You want a quick take? take or do you wanna... Well, it's not for me. So, I'll let you uh, continue and then I'll let okay. you look All at right. the chat. All
1: right. Oh. Oh Jesus. <laughs>
0: Hi Josh. Hey Josh. Good to see you bud. I'm
1: surprised like I don't even know if Big John I, I don't know how his team's doing but like is COVID gonna cancel this game anyway? Yeah Yeah. maybe
0: possibly. Yeah. Canceled
1: a basketball game for K-State because of nope. the other team Florida right. but we know them folks down south don't like to wear their masks a lot down there right? Huh?
0: Well, huh? I mean it's not great around <laughs> here either but yeah. It ain't great around here either. <laughs> fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ.
1: It's canceling fucking mask mandates around here while well,
0: for those of you who are not on the YouTube stream, uh, current uh, longtime listener Josh Smith has a Go Tigers, hashtag Go Tigers beat K-State. And if you're not uh, familiar, Tim is a huge K-State fan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: who knows? Who knows if this game even gets off? COVID's canceling everything, so who knows? A lot of college football games have been canceled. These bowl games. Mm-hmm. Canceled. hmm is the right thing see, to do,
0: right? Right, but did you see one where whoever fucking won the thing got mailed? doused on their head, the coach had to sit there and they instead of throwing like Gatorade, they threw mail on them. Yep. Fucking weird.
1: College sports.
0: I tell you. Fucking weird. Yep. Um AW Star. In December,
1: AW Star. Jack Evans claimed Mexican police are framing him for <laughs> drug crimes and
0: attempting to extort him. See, that's another guy. Like if you're if you're doing the hey mexican police are holding me down they ain't got time for that that's when johnny gargano takes her spot like you right. know what i mean like that's when yeah, it's like oh sorry here, jack <laughs> yeah sorry bud see ya we got johnny in now
1: um blackjack lanza passed away in december
0: oh yeah mm. mm-hmm.
1: yep uh so did jimmy rave
0: passed away that one was a little bit more tragic because of how young he was and well, was surgery a, like complications. A story over the time. Yeah. Yeah, and he had yeah.
1: struggles, and yeah, it was rough. Very WWE bad. released Jeff Hardy following an event at a house show where Hardy appeared disoriented and just left ringside mid-match.
0: Still the weirdest story. Like, I know yeah. we've had some weird stories, but that one, because now he just seems like, hey guys, what's up? Everything cool? Like, I, there ha- I think we're going to get more... To that story
1: maybe yeah. in
0: 2022 that just seems some odd Does stuff all weird. around
1: seems like they were just like no 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 run
0: yeah. he's
1: fine he's fine don't yeah. worry man. yeah kevin owens re-signed a multi-year deal with wwe
0: which i was kind of shocked by
1: i'll be I mean, you know i know he's got a young family and they bring some money and stability. all stuff
0: yeah yeah, and again, right, credit to him. It's probably a lot of money that he got, more than what he was going to get got a promise of title
1: runs, too. Like, All the
0: fun stuff. Yeah, but for me as a wrestling fan, sucks.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't expect it, honestly. I was kind of like, oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah here we go. Sucks. Um, All yeah, right. Uh, also, then, the last story. This is developing
0: now. Tony Storms appears to have just walked the fuck out of WWE. Credit to her look if you're frustrated you don't like what you're doing get out right like you're too rob young Schamberger,
1: friend of the show famously tells about how he just fucking up and walked out of a, a job and was mm-hmm. like i'm not doing this anymore and then he was like what the fuck am i gonna do and he was like all right kickstarter let's paint some wrestlers and the rest yep. is history
0: there you go now i'm not yeah. saying
1: you're guaranteed to get rob Schamberger's results if you don't put in time effort and have a talent and a skill but you know you don't have to stick around doing something you don't like doing. You can take that That's
0: the thing. From- yeah. You can you can take back your happiness by choosing to do something you really want to do. So yeah. Credit to credit to Tony Storm for doing that. Yeah. I, I applaud her for she's talented. Look, and as you as you see on social media, you got Britt Baker tweeting out pictures of her. Uh Becky Lynch saying that she wishes she could wrestle Tony Storm. Other re, you know, female wrestlers are, are applauding her for her decision. So yeah, credit to her. Ready and excited to see what's next for. Yeah. And that's it.
1: That was the two t- two thousand twenty one news year in review pro wrestling God what a crazy year the wrestling industry is changing
0: the wrestling industry is changing and I think again as I said not a huge bold prediction but twenty twenty two I think the major change is going to come from AEW because of this huge influx of talent and probably exposure I think they're you know again COVID is getting to a point where now we're almost getting back to normal, not right now, but again, yeah, future casting. Right. Ho- hopefully. Um, and I think a W is going to benefit so much from that. So very excited to see what happens for them, but uh, let's just do a real quick. Cause we, again, we got our end of the year awards mm. and I want to get to that because we've got some time to talk about that, but really quickly before we get there, I do want to talk uh, just for a split second about last night's holiday. So fun. Uh, showed the New Year's yep. Bash. Mm-hmm. Um, Got JR back. New Year's Smash, yeah, for AW Dynamite. So yeah, started off, Jim Ross is back. It looks like he is cancer-free from that skin cancer. Again, we've been critical of him this year as far as yeah. his, his uh, work on camera. But nonetheless, it's good to see Yeah, when Jim Ross had a health struggle that finally a company treats it respectfully when he comes back instead of, pulling a head out of someone's ass or whatever that Vince used to just drag him through the mud about, you know what I mean? Right. So, uh, yeah, so we got that. And again, we weren't going to go into too much detail about this, but I just want to do a quick, uh, match recaps, uh, get your opinions on it. So we started off with the 10 man tag. I think it was Eddie Mm -hmm. Kingston, Santana and Ortiz, or excuse me. It was, um, it was the match with, uh, Christian cage, Jurassic express. And, um, the Lucha Bros taking right. on Private Party, FTR, uh, Matt, Hardy. Matt Hardy, all that fun stuff. Essentially, what we got out of this was the bad guys won, did a can they coexist storyline, but we're gonna get next week Lucha Bros versus Jurassic yeah. Express.
1: Yeah, quick prediction: like What the, do you think happens? Well, I like the the promo post match and. I like the Alex Abraham, whatever that guy's name is. Mm-hmm. Like, I like, or he was like, Hey, he said, you know, if you're the future, you should let go of the past. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it was like, you yeah, know, you guys are some bitches
0: and we're going to fuck you up. Well, the, the, you know, uh, the tired trope of can they coexist is mm-hmm. been done too much. Right. And yeah. they even do it to, to end the show too. But what I liked about this different wrinkle is it wasn't Jurassic express. And Lucha Bros, can they coexist? It was Christian doing the blind tag saying, Get out of here, Penta. I can take care of this. Well, I love that it wasn't You guys went
1: into business for yourself when I was like, Wait a minute, I remember you going into business.
0: Yeah, yourself, you did that, right? So maybe like, that, that was, comes up. Maybe they're like, Hey, Christian, like, yeah, next week, a million percent Christian Cage is oh, turning on Jurassic hate Express.
1: It if Christian Cage starts getting heelish in his treatment of Jurassic Express. And they've got to, like, fucking put him out of his, you know what I mean? Like, to to get them finally, you know oh. what I mean? Like, if he, like, after they win the titles, let's say, he mm-hmm. starts, like, it's all because of me. It's because of what I did. It's because, you know, I can get you guys straight. And they're like, hey, listen, motherfucker.
0: You know what I mean? Like. So let's get a quick prediction out of you. Next week, it's a tag team championship match. I think Lucha do, Bros versus Jurassic I think, Lucha, I think Lucha
1: Bros get this title this time. I do.
0: lucha bros are the champs you're saying excuse
1: me uh lucha
0: you mean jurassic express luchasaurus and and uh
1: and and jungle what's his name yeah jungle boy yeah right oh so you
0: think jurassic express wins the titles yep i do no you're wrong Uh, what happens is that lucha bros will get a you know not a roll up but like a oh man just by the skin of their teeth they got out of here Christian Cage will come in. He'll hug Jungle Boy. He's like, ah, man, it was so close. And then right into a kill switch. And then fuck you, Jungle Boy. You were a loser the entire time. I couldn't even get you to win anything, you loser. I'm going to kick your ass now. And then that's where we go. What do you do with Luchasaurus in that? I'm telling you. Look, they're not going to do it. But have him go through a self-exploration where he ends with yelling, I'm a dinosaur. I'm that's a dinosaur. The- <laughs> that's the best storyline for him.
1: Yeah, where he like casts aside the dinosaur for a while. Yeah, but then he realizes he's the
0: best when he realizes he's yeah. a
1: dinosaur. I am a man. You can have a shirt and say I am a man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and then that you get you get Marco Stunt to realize, like, you're best when you think you're a dinosaur. So that's it. And then So Christian oh. Cage
1: fucks them up. He starts getting into Jungle Boy because the feud's Christian Cage and Jungle Boy. But uh-huh. he's like, he just emotionally abuses Luchasaurus so much. he be like, you're a fucking dinosaur? Like, come on, man. Like, grow mm-hmm. up, dude. Like, yep. maybe you'd be having success if you weren't walking around in a goddamn Halloween costume, you
0: idiot. Like, just lean into him and have him have a like an existential crisis. That's what I'm saying. Right. And then you have him going down in the dumps. We get the return on TV of Marco stunt. Cause where has he been at for the last few yes. months? Right. Yes. And then he's the one that says Lucha Luchasaurus. Like you're the best. When you think you're a dinosaur, you are he's a like dinosaur, I'm right? Not but a then he, Luchasaurus is like, I'm not a dinosaur. He's like, but you are a dinosaur. And then it ends with, oh, I'm a dinosaur. Yeah, and then you, you have say him say go with me, to, the-
1: I'm a dinosaur. Be like, I'm a dinosaur. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yep. almost Eeyore like.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> just yeah, yes. And God, then that would be so great. And then you get him to be the TNT champion mm-hmm. mid year. By summer, it's a Luchasaurus summer. He's the TNT champ God, right there.
1: God, that'd be great. Beating Cody Rhodes for it.
0: Oh, fuck Cody Rhodes, that Transformer stupid tattoo on his neck. Oh, that I love was the that. best fucking line. <laughs> God, oh, we'll get it. there. We'll get there. One second. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> but then the next match we have is Eddie Kingston, Santana, and Ortiz, Daniel Garcia. And again, as mentioned, 2.0. 2.0 Daniel Garcia get the victory. And then they take out Santana. And here's where the controversy happens. Chris Jericho comes back after his hiatus from being beat up, right? But Eddie Kingston's like, why did you come now? If you were back there, why didn't you come before you got hit? Oh, Eddie Kingston, Chris Jericho.
1: And this is where, first of all, I love Eddie Kingston energy, right? That's one of my favorite things in pro wrestling is Eddie Kingston energy, right? He comes out pushing guys out of the way to get out first. At one point he fucking pulls a strap down like Andre the Giant to fight a guy. He's just insane. And then Chris Jericho comes, helps them. He's like, no, nah, fuck you, man. You know what I mean? Like where we all get like, who the fuck are you? No. Right. Like it just, it, that's what we talked about. It's relatable to a human with flaws, right? Where it's not oh. rational that he'd be mad at the guy who just helped him. But here we are.
0: Right. So, well, but it is great. if you start to listen to him, right? Well, yeah, okay, we don't, we don't know what he's right. saying, but if, I'm taking it as he was mad at him that he didn't come out sooner. Right. right? And that these are his friends, not his. Yeah, "Yeah, Here's though, where I think a cautionary tale needs to be told to AEW top talent. I think we flirted with it with CM Punk. And I think Jericho is going to experience it now. You can't be a baby face trying to bump up against Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston is at this trajectory that he's the fucking man. Like we saw with CM Punk. He didn't get all cheers. I don't even know if.
1: I I get the feeling that like AEW and Eddie Kingston aren't even necessarily aware of that yet. Like he could be the fucking guy of guys in pro wrestling right now.
0: Cause if you notice again, a great feud of 2021 was CM Punk and Eddie Kingston, but we fucking pivoted quick out of that match because CM Punk was not getting the reactions and love Eddie. And well, and I think, you know, Chris Jericho right now is the baby face and he's going to do great. But I think you're not going to get the sing along with Jericho during this Eddie Kingston feud if that's where we go. But that's what, that's my opinion. We'll see next week. Uh, then we get to Dan Lambert. Let's get to the Dan Lambert promo.
1: This is another issue where if, if, if AW really thinks they're really trying hard to maintain a Cody Rhodes in this face status, they're like, we'll put one of the best heels up against them. You're just turning Dan Lambert face like, that's all you're doing here. We don't want to cheer Cody Rhodes right now. And everything Dan Lambert said was funny. So, it like, was great. So, I'm going to ne- now just be like,
0: yeah, you fucking look like you have a Transformers tattoo on your neck. Forever now. Forever now. That's all I'm mm-hmm. going to think. Now I will say credit to Brandy. She did hold her own. I like the, you got a black belt. Well, I'm a black bitch. (laughs) I like that line. I I would have, I would have had them work on the timing
1: of it a little bit. You know what I mean? The delivery was like, well, telegraphed it a little too much. You know,
0: the line of the night I thought from her, was the when was the last time you didn't have to pay a woman to beat your you ass? Said, when
1: was the last time a woman beat your ass and you didn't have to pay <laughs> yeah, for it? The, yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, That was a fire. line well, that she called him like
1: a, you know a, a low rent version of Paul Heyman. He was like, I think he was like, I prefer Jim Cornette or Jim something. Cornette, yeah,
0: that was great. <laughs> yeah. Now, so we get the whole I'm gonna kick your ass, Dan. Even though I'm Brandy and all this stuff. Dustin Rhodes comes out to stop the situation. yeah Ethan Page, I think it was, that kicks him in the dick. Here's the flaw in the whole segment. Cody, you didn't want to help your wife? Yeah, it was Cody out there? It wasn't explained that he wasn't. Right. So what were you doing, pal? What were you doing? Yeah, again, like, none of this, none of
1: what happened here. As cool as, like, you just said, like, yeah, I think Brandy did well. And Dustin comes out and does his thing. None of that increased my desire to cheer for Cody Rhodes at all none mm-hmm. of it didn't none necessarily it. decrease it either it just didn't do what you thought it was going to do for cody rhodes apparently
0: yeah and uh, again some other things happened because now i want to sh- see brandy rhodes fight dan lambert I right want to yeah that let's match. see an intergender match you know i'll black belt versus the black bitch let's fucking yeah. bill it and do it well look Uh, I know he's against intergender wrestling. He's stated it millions of times. Tony Khan has, however, he's a friend of ECW or a fan of ECW. One of their most notorious matches was bill Alfonso versus, um, uh, Beulah McGillicuddy. Let's do it in 2022. You know, uh, we we were not going to go through the whole thing because Sammy Guevara says he wants to beat Cody through some cue cards. Yeah, we get whatever. the uh, Malachi Black and Brian Pillman Jr. thing for next week. Those are getting just flybys. But the last two things I want to talk about before we get to our awards. TBS tournament. We get Jade Cargill beating Thunder Rosa, but it's because she has some new muscle in Mercedes Martinez. That one
1: was a little bit of a shocker. We, we floated the idea that it would be. Grant Baker brit baker's team or something Mm -hmm. costing her the win um we would have needed to do some pre-work to to rekindle why they would give a shit so i mean i guess this makes a more having none of that beforehand this makes more sense if you will right we'll get an explanation as to why mercedes martinez is around Uh, i don't know why jade cargill needs
0: muscle that's the part that didn't make sense of all the women who would need muscle Jade Cargill's the last one. Jade Cargill and Nyla Rose are the two girls that don't need someone to stand in front of them to fight their battles, right? I would have done, again, Mercedes Martinez, I think is going to do great things. I've seen her uh, wrestle before in person. She did some uh, really good matches in NXT as well. However, again, I think the easiest thing to do there is say Thunder Rosa beat uh, Jamie Hayter. You say Britt Baker's pissed about that, cost Thunder Rosa the match. And then we go with Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker. Again, that seems easy to me, but nonetheless. nonetheless. Uh, but Mercedes Martinez is in AEW. So should see what happens there. Good addition. It's good to see women making some debuts yes. in AEW. I will right. say that. And then in our main event, again, can they coexist? Because they talked about maybe they got some heat backstage. It was Red Raggin and Adam Cole the undisputed not undisputed era taking on the best friends and Kyle Riley gives a good old boot to the face of Adam Cole, which then brings out the young bucks to make the save. What
1: happens here? So I like this and I like the kind of the pre-fight, you know, promo they had where he's like, Hey, listen, you know, he's like, look, I know we don't have I, I like the nod to like their story. Cause that was my question was like, wait a minute. I thought these guys didn't like each other from the mm-hmm. NXT universe, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but he says like, Hey, to, over here you survive with factions. So, like, we were one of the best factions ever. I know you're playing faction with these guys, but like, we're better. So let's do it. Mm-hmm. Easily storyline to understand, grasp. Motive is clear. Loved all of that. Now, yeah, all I, we said this is what they do, right? The young bucks "The hey, guy, I thought we were friends. Are you friends with them now? we can't do that, right?"
0: But I liked it. Yeah. So much. Yeah, and it looked like Adam Cole was, you know, distraught that he took a uh invert or inverted kick uh from Kyle Riley and then he leaves with the Young Bucks as he did mm-hmm. last week when he left with Undisputed Era. Um I hope this story, unlike you know, with the we uh, Adam Cole in a and, match. Well, I just wanted to speed up a little bit more. Like I wanted to yeah. get to where we're going because like A-W We don't need doesn't, to drag
1: this out. I get it now.
0: Yeah. AEW yeah. does nuance very, very well. However, with this one, I think we all know what the end goal is, and so let's just get to it. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, we're like, gonna
1: get the undisputed era as a faction separate from the elite because the elite doesn't need Adam Cole. Right. The the undisputed era would be, you know, these two guys would be helped immensely by it.
0: Right. Another so faction. So let's just do it.
1: Great idea. Right. Yeah.
0: Let's just right, right, let's just get to it. Yeah. But uh, red wagon yeah, and
1: Adam Cole, baby.
0: Yeah, and red wagon no, again. Uh, we we won't cover all the the details of the show, but. Overall it was a fun show. Next week it. is the debut yeah. on TBS. So again, we get Hangman versus Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. Two, we get Lucha Lucha With Bros judges. versus Jurassic Express. Yeah, the title match has judges. Uh, we get the tag team championship match. We get Malachi Black, Brian Pillman Jr., which will be some fun. weird Well, Brian Pillman Jr.
1: promised a new Brian Pillman Jr.
0: Mm, okay, yeah, I'm not sure. But well, if he gets away more- from this fucking. High school football stars tag team. I'm alright with it. Yeah, what's he gonna do? Add a new letter to his Letterman's jacket? Mm-hmm. Like that's all. I I, I
1: I think he should go cliche redneck guy. Get the mullet going. Kind of twinge the character, right? Still look like the hometown guy, right? Jean jacket, vest, Camaro, eighty three Camaro, right?
0: Well, right? I think he should go with little he- vest. I think you should go with a little bit of his real life character and do the whole cancel cancel. But well, that's what I'm thing. saying. Like, yeah. he
1: could he could
0: be that guy. His
1: name would lead into that. Mm-hmm. He's got that kind of idea already, right? It seems like mm-hmm. he's for that. Play that role; people will identify with that.
0: Yeah, but I'm excited I, again next week. TBS be less idiotic,
1: but Joe Dirt,
0: if you will, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't be a bumbling idiot, but be. Down in the down in the dirt, be the
1: be less sleazy of a the Kid Rock character in Joe Dirt.
0: Exactly. There you go.
1: Perfect. Yeah. Right.
0: Yes. But next week TBS uh should be fun. TBS, New era the mothership. It's gonna be fun. Gonna be right. gonna be a good time. So well. Yeah, okay. We'll see. You. Now, Tim, right. let's kick it off our 2021 recap awards.
1: Yeah, the table awards or whatever the fuck. The we're table called. awards. The That's what we'll call them. We'll give you a the tables.
0: Table. Yeah, here it is. The tables. So, Tim, uh, let's start off. I'll I'll start the category, but I want you to start with your pick and then I'll do my pick and then we'll go throughout that. Okay. so let's go with the one that I forgot to text you when we were coming (laughs) up with these awards. Let's do the best tag team of 2021 between three names. And I'm going with FTR. So tell me the three names though. So you got FTR, who was your pick? Uh,
1: Young Bucks, and Lucha Brothers.
0: Oh, look here. Let's just let's just uh, mark this down mm-hmm. as an historic moment in Spanish announce table history. Uh, yeah. We both considered mm-hmm. the Young Bucks as <laughs> like our tag team of the year. Great...
1: So the Young Bucks were in some amazing storylines, both in mm-hmm. the tag team ranks and just. In general, company wide mm-hmm. and played a crucial role in a lot of storylines and matches.
0: Definitely. Oh, yeah, their their role that was played throughout the yep. Kenny Omega Hangman was vital. Yeah. Their feud with the Lucha Bros was very good. Adam Cole coming in, like Adam Cole coming in, and they're carried a lot super lot of elite. weight. Mm-hmm. Definitely a lot
1: of weight. But I give it to FDR just because I mean, they're showing up everywhere, they're holding multiple titles. Uh, multiple. They're in factions. They're in multiple storylines. So I gave that slight edge to FTR for that reason.
0: And that's what I did too. So again, mm-hmm. my uh, pick is also FTR, and I did it for unanimous. out of the box. Yeah, unanimous pick here on, the, on table. the tables. Yeah, unanimous table. Uh, and here's why I went with them. They went out of their comfort zone because it's easy to be FTR and say we're tag team wrestling. We're gonna be. Ta-. They're the triple A tag team champs. Yeah. That's out of this. That's mind boggling. Right. I know. Hard to consider. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And then, like you said, they're in this pseudo faction with Andrade, but they're also still in the pinnacle, but then they want to go after Darby and sting. And then they like they did so many things while still staying true to who they were and the continuity of what they did throughout the year and consistency is why I gave them the best tag team of 2021. All right. All right. It. Here we go. Now let's go. Let's just hit them with some home runs. You ready? Uh-huh. Let's go. Male wrestler mm. of the year, Tim. God, this one I struggled with as well.
1: But I'm going with Kenny Omega.
0: All right. So let's let's get some more detail. Who are you considering? Who was in your... The other
1: two names I considered, heavily considered, were Brian Danielson and Roman Reigns. The so, fuck
0: out of here, Roman
1: Reigns. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm I mean, the just guy is like like, you know what I mean? Like aside mm-hmm. from our feelings of the company, we've right, had a know? run like Roman Reigns is having in a long time. Mm-hmm. A long time, and he's not doing bad at it, right? Like we'd no, say every time we watch I, it we're like Roman Reigns mm-hmm. fucking got an A. Yeah,
0: I agree. Right. I agree. I would I would put him in yeah. the top 10 if we were making like top 10 wrestlers of the year, he'd be in my sure. top 10 for sure.
1: Sure. Now, Brian Danielson just because of The ability to be one of the biggest liked stars on both shows immediately, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. world title contending and believable world title winner, world title winner, fans behind him immediately everywhere he goes.
0: Oh, yeah!
1: And did WrestleMania, did all the you know the AEW things he's done since, like, and always changes something about his approach or the character every time we've seen. him.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Three of the best matches of the year are Brian Danielson matches. You do the triple threat from WrestleMania. You do the Arthur Ashe, Kenny Omega match, and then you do the one hour draw with hangman Adam page. Yeah.
1: But for me, it's Kenny Omega, right? I mean, doing the dual title thing, multiple title thing, doing the different shows, all the big time, you know, again, crucial in the feuds, the hangman feud, all the other, you know, his long title run that Kenny Omega had for most of this year uh just i gotta get to him i think he was in all the big time matches in the feuds held his own like was a somebody you wanted to see get beat up i think he pulled off everything you could have asked of of your guy during his run
0: promos were great again 69 mm-hmm. me don yeah uh all the don fun Callis. things in the bus that yeah, whole aspect don. of it mm-hmm.
1: that oh, don Callis. <laughs> yep uh, 2021 also brought us a lot of don Callis, and i'm thankful for that
0: Definitely, definitely as a Mm -hmm. fan, thankful for that. Okay. But yours. So my wrestler of the year, this was my three that I was considering. The three I was considering was Miro. Yep. Hangman Adam Page. Yeah. And then my male wrestler of the year is Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston was so relatable and everything was must see viewing. Oh, he's probably my favorite. And, but yeah. the the thing that was so great about him this year is that his triumphs and his tragedies were inspiring in so many different ways. Like when he lost and you saw him act out against the CM Punk, you understood his motivations. When again, he came to the save for John Moxley and did that baby face turn again. Let's disregard the pyro malfunctions again. Let's say that does what it's supposed to do that's a moment of the year, right? It was a moment of the year, but not for what they wanted, but if it went off as it should, that's the moment. That's a moment of the year. Right. And so with everything that he went through, just the ups and downs ebbs and flows, and he was everywhere, dark elevation, calling elevation. He was on rampage. He was on dynamite. He's in multi-man matches. He's in singles, matches.
1: Tony Schiavone. And, Big Show or in Paul and, White. No, who does the um, yeah, it's Paul White Dark Elevation. No, it was um, it was Mark Henry,
0: wasn't it? Oh, Mark, no, it was Paul White.
1: Yeah, he called it. This most recent elevation was Paul White. No, oh, it, it the most Shibani. recent one. Yeah, no, no, it was
0: Henry. Yeah, 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 how
1: was it Henry? It was Shivani, uh, Kingston, and was it Taz? Maybe I don't I remember who know who it was. I don't remember who it was anyway, but no on.
0: consistently. Cause Eddie Kingston always tries to get the last word when it's those three, when it's Paul white, Tony Schiavone and Eddie Kingston, he'll always go like, and that's it. And then that's his little shtick. But I'm saying like he was your utility man, plug and play, put him wherever great feuds, great tag with John Moxley, which gave new life to a John Moxley baby face run. Again, I thought for me, Eddie Kingston, your male wrestler of the year.
1: Yeah. Loved it.
0: All right, here we go. Next up, let's go to now the other side of the coin: female wrestler of the year, female
1: wrestler of the year. Oh, you're asking me Mm -hmm. who? So I, it all depends on the approach, and I feel like I think you're taking an approach of who you like the most, and I'm going off like who would I say like. Won the year with accolades, storylines, approach, and all that kind of jazz, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm giving my female rest of the year to Bianca Belair for that reason. I think the WrestleMania, the the consistent, mm-hmm. like, from, you know I mean? Going NXT to suddenly, like, main event player, constant, doing all the mm-hmm. things. Bianca mm-hmm. Belair. I'm going to go with that. Because my seconds behind that where I was kind of torn between Britt Baker and Hikaru Shida.
0: Ooh, Hikaru Shida.
1: yeah. Yeah. The only reason I think I would have went with Britt Baker— but I think like post-title win has kind of fallen off. There hasn't been much to the story or to the, to tell.
0: That's true. Yeah. Um, I agree. I do but agree Bianca, that. I mean,
1: just has done everything anybody could do in a wrestling and, career this year, it seems like.
0: Yeah, and I would agree with you. She has elevated into that four horsewoman territory where it's like she can win or lose and she's almost bulletproof. So, mm-hmm. yeah, great pick. This one, honestly, for me, was the hardest one to choose. Now, I'll tell you my considerations. I considered uh, Becky Lynch because Mm -hmm. the big-time Beck's coming in at SummerSlam, even though it was kind of rushed and, you know, whatever. But after that, her feud with Charlotte Flair at Survivor Series, that promo that she cut after she Mm -hmm. won, trying feuds out with Liv Morgan, Bianca Belair as well thought that she did really well coming back post baby, right? That's a pretty hard thing to do. Yeah. The other person I considered for consistency, and again, this is again, personal preference here, but for consistency throughout the year, from January to December, Thunder Rosa, mm. Thunder Rosa did everything you could ask for. She did the lights out match with Britt Baker. She did the triple threat with Jade Cargill and Nyla Rose. She does the TBS tournament match. Like she also does some shots in GCW as some surprise things for your viewing pleasure against some guys and some multi-man yeah. matches. Like that was great. she was everywhere, right? She was awesome. And her pops are tremendous. Almost everywhere she goes, right? She's as oh, yeah. over as Everybody any other Thunder Rosa. AEW. YouTube roster, show. Right? Eating tacos. Yeah. The best. But I do think, again, one of the pillars of AEW is Britt Baker. I agree with you. So post good. post uh, title win, it's been kind of neutral, right? But, but that's that everybody lead else, up, isn't it? Right. But that lead up and then the culmination of winning the title from Hikaru Shida, the promos leading into that, I mean, this was her year, in my opinion. So yeah. I, went I, agree. With Britt Baker.
1: I agree with that. Yep, DMD. All right, what's next?
0: All right, let's go into the event of oh, the year. This is all out. Yeah, this was the easiest one. <laughs> and
1: shout out to the chat. Katie the First Lady says, "Hey guys, just want to say happy New Year. I would like to say my favorite pay-per-view of the New Year was all out. I enjoyed it from top to bottom and I look forward to what AEW brings in 2022." And yeah, I think we even said at the time like this might be one of the best pay-per-views ever.
0: Ever. Yeah, the outside of 2021, this might be an all time. I gra- like this all-time was the no brainer. This was. Five. Yeah. The CM Punk Darby Allen match. We mentioned Ruby Soho being the Joker in the uh in the women's match uh, before before Adam Cole and Brian Danielson do make their surprise uh, debuts for AEW, that match with Christian Cage and Kenny Omega was off the charts. That was also really, really good. You had Miro and Eddie Kingston for the TNT Championship with the neck of Miro and Eddie Kingston being your everyday guy kicking off the show. Yeah, this was this was the easiest one for me. It was all out 100%.
1: Yeah, such a good I event. Mean, so good. So all
0: good. right, so let's go now into best moment of the year. What was your best moment this of the year? This is Matt
1: Cardona winning the gcw world heavyweight title for me now this i went off the script this one was just what made me feel the fucking happiest and the warmest in my stomach seeing him flip off the fucking crowd while he's draining blood and then having to cower the fuck out of there because he might get drained in more blood all of the lead up to it the pizza cutter instant like just the fire that gcw had and just how i felt about pro wrestling at the time and matt cardona i think like, quite, I kind of surprised I didn't consider him for my wrestler of the year. Like his fucking heel work for oh. that few months a stretch of time was f- better than I've seen since like the days of Roddy Piper. Like it was so fucking good.
0: Yeah, you know, uh, his work this year reminded me a lot of when John Moxley started in AEW. Yeah. To where if you say Matt Cardona, I know <laughs> what you're talking about. When you mention. Zack Ryder, I don't even know what that's like anymore, right? Like, when you tell me John Moxley, yeah, it's right here, right? Like, this is John Moxley. Mm -hmm. You say, like, he has mentions of when he was Dean Ambrose, and it feels icky. Like, it feels like, what was it? Oh, Oh, I don't even remember, like,
1: really anything about the Dean Ambrose character.
0: Yeah, it's John Moxley. It's gone. It's gone in my
1: mind. Like, I know that was the thing with the shield, and I know, like, I can picture him. Mm -hmm. But, like, gone is any sort of remembrance of, like, a character of Dean Ambrose.
0: Yeah, and that's what John I think Martin. this year was Matt, Mark, Matt Cardona, right? Like that is oh my God. he is this now, right?
1: Oh yeah, and he's so good at it. He's quietly yeah. one of the best heels mm-hmm. in the business period,
0: period. Yeah, again, uh if if we're doing top 10s, he's making my top 10 probably and maybe the top 5 mm-hmm. of 2021. Yeah. Uh for me, but I, I want not consider
1: b- the CM Punk returns. That was a fucking
0: Yeah, so moment, Again, as you're kind of telling from my list, I did more personal choices than the bigger picture of what everyone, yeah. like the capsulation of 2021. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I said it earlier. I think this year will be remembered for CM Punk returning in Chicago on AEW Rampage, yeah. right? Like that is the universal, I think, accepted moment, moment of the, of the year. year. Right. But for me, the thing that we already mentioned it on our recap, but I just, it made me giggle. And I told so many non-wrestling fans about how awesome it was, but it's the Nick Gage pulls out the pizza cutter. They go to a commercial break and it's fucking Domino's. That is so great. On so many levels. Because like
1: like, uh, the happenstance of it. And that like people caught here? it before it like blew up and Domino's got mad. That's what got mad is like people were like, oh shit, look what happened. Like Domino's
0: probably yeah. wouldn't even notice. <laughs> I mean, it's such a great example of like a marketing mishap, but then a marketing capitalization on PBR's point. Uh Nick Gage and how over he was that people would not acknowledge that much of the moment. It was just the match itself was also really fun between him and Chris Jericho. But yeah, that whole 20 seconds or whatever we want to call it when nick gage has the pizza cutter to jericho's head and then they go to commercial yeah, and he's like Domino's. it up and it's done.
1: Yeah,
0: he's, he's got a long. bloody pizza that's the best that was my moment of the year you know there there again there were some other moments of the year i considered the eddie kingston again if the explosion doesn't happen mm-hmm. when he does the baby face turn uh obviously the cm punk as well But yeah, Nick Gage, pizza moment on AEW Dynamite. That's it. So good. All right, so let's flip it on the uh, bad side, and then we'll get back to the fun stuff. The worst moment of the year. I know where you think I'm going to go with this, and I'm not going there. I'm doing the layup, so you know where I'm going with it. So I'm
1: going with the fucking Jericho Foley fall on Blood and Guts the fucking where he oh. falls into the goddamn like platform uh-huh. thing and that whole match was falling apart at the end mm-hmm. and to me like i was like this is this is bad like if anybody watched this you might have lost somebody that was on the fence it was mm-hmm. bad all around yeah was, it was there was so many like talking cuts where they caught them giving the instructions to each other and then the the protected fall angle and everything yeah. it was just bad
0: yeah, that was a that was two-thirds of a good match, and the last third was god awful. Mm, yeah I agree. I agree. Yeah. Good try, but n- yeah. not well at My executed. other consideration is probably the one you're picking. Oh, this is the Rock No Show's uh survivor series. Oh, that was yours? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no. How fucking dumb was that? Then was I gotta give thinking? honorable
1: mention okay. to the Miz getting eaten by fucking zombies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, he was eaten.
1: They fucking ate him. <laughs> and then he's that back. Was he's back yeah. and nobody cares. He's like, oh, remember Dancing with the Stars? Like, I, think I got
0: eaten by zombies. You're dancing with a zombie. You're not dancing with the man. Yeah. Look, th- I did consider that. Mm. That was one of the considerations. Mm. But I thought because they had to do the tie-in with the Batista movie, like their hands were handcuffed a okay, little bit, yeah. right, with that. But that your guy... Your oh yeah homegrown rock did a whole month of like remember five years ago he debuted you did a match in his honor which you tied into once. pizza yeah and he doesn't even fucking show he doesn't even like acknowledge it on social media like it just oh that was the biggest like kick in the dick I thought to a promotion this whole entire year that. They got big-timed by The Rock. He's like, he thanks, even, guys. It's yeah. nice of you to say that. He doesn't even post that like he's watching it. He doesn't even post anything. And then they tie in The Rock's match with Pizza Hut, which is not two things you put together, The Rock and Pizza Hut. It was just the biggest... And then the egg with Vince McMahon and the stupid-ass storyline with that. It was the longest, most uncomfortable moment of the year and it was so fucking bad so worst moment of the year for me rock no shows survivor series yeah all right let's end it on some fun stuff here okay your best match of 2021 you know, i think i'm gonna go with the young bucks and lucha bros cage match because i
1: think that was good. They delivered as one of the best cage matches we've ever seen so i'm gonna give them
0: that so that was i was gonna say that but the only reason i don't is I excuse the finish and I can't when you're considering the best matches, but when you have Ray Phoenix jump and then Pentagon just jumps up, but then the young bucks don't, but they all took the same spot. That was yeah. the splitting hair. Yeah. Where I just
1: couldn't do yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I think it's one of the reasons we don't like the style is because of too many things like that. So yeah, I think they, you know, taken as a whole, I agree. This match was like super amazing, but like, if I'm picking it apart, move by move, I'm like, uh, you left me on a, like, oh, come on guys
0: yeah that was literally the the splitting Mm -hmm. hair because again the spiked uh nike air max i believe it was Mm -hmm. or the sb dunks you know all of the stuff the the false finishes the new champions and
1: these two are two of the best at their style like their timing and and shit Mm -hmm. is on point albeit a lot of times we've said like the timing just doesn't allow you to not look like it's not real sometimes
0: Oh, and then even if you consider when you saw Pentagon uh, or Penta celebrate with his family and, uh, you know, I got my dog over here. Yep.
1: Hey, dog, hey, appearance hey, dog appearance on the show.
0: But you got uh, Penta celebrating with his family after they get the victory. Then he runs up yeah. to the to the uh, ramp with Roy Phoenix. Yeah, it was a great Remember? Because we were like, you could have ended the show right then. Could have. we would have been like,
1: greatest awesome. show ever. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> All right. So what was your match of the year then? I'm going from AEW Dynamite, the Lights Out match, oh, Britt Baker yeah, versus God. Thunder Rosa. So good. And here's why I think I'm I'm putting it in such a high category is because I didn't consider it to be a great match going into it. Like, my expectations were low. But when you consider that this was the first time Females main evented a mm-hmm. Dynamite show, yep. it was the first time you did a Females Lights Out match. Yep. And then the fucking brutality that both Mm -hmm. women went through. It was incredible. And that was what catapulted iconic
1: pictures and moments from that.
0: Yeah, that's what catapulted both women into this stratosphere of being top women, top stars in AEW. So that's my match of the year. Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa, AEW Dynamite lights out. All right. All right. So here's our last one here for Mm -hmm. 2021. We're going to talk about 2022. What is your Bold prediction. All right. I've looked into the future, Tom. Okay.
1: I I took my magic potions
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I looked into the future. And I can tell you that in 2022, at some point, Vince McMahon will somehow step down as the chairman of WWE. Wow. Be it, like, declining ratings and they force him out or he has health issues. By the end of 2022, we'll be talking about the, the year that Vince McMahon finally handed the fucking keys over to somebody. Wow. Do
0: you got a bold prediction of who that's going to be? I mean, I'm at
1: current point I tell you it's probably Nick Khan. It probably ah. would have been Triple H if he wasn't now they don't know if he's healthy.
0: Right. Wow. That's a bold cuz
1: I'm most worried that it's going to come in the version of like a sale or a like rights thing where it merges into Disney mm. Entertainment mm. and
0: Nick Khan, yeah, something like that. That's interesting. That's a way bolder prediction than I have. All right. What do you got? So my bold prediction for 2022, I think, again, i go going to AEW. That's where we're heading to. Mm-hmm. But you look at the top guys in promotion, and I've said this since day one, it's a lot of cool white guys. Mm. So I think they understand that they need some diversity to show hey, different audiences that we're not talking to. Titus O'Neil is yeah.
1: going to win the AEW World Heavyweight Well, close. Okay.
0: I have, in 2022, Keith Lee becomes your AEW World Heavyweight Champion. Bearcat Keith Lee. <laughs> Bearcat um. Keith Lee. It's not going to be Bearcat, but I got Keith Lee as your AEW Champion because, as I mentioned, there's an audience that AEW is just not talking to, if you're going to be honest, with one of the biggest Achilles heels, they don't talk well, to minorities. We said this, like you're on the home of basketball. Like you mm-hmm. have that audience there. Yeah. You have some built in. You know, and, and they talked about that when dynamite first was starting on TNT, how uh basketball Twitter was talking about how old Chris Jericho looked. Remember that was a thing when dynamite right. started a couple years ago. So you have that audience that's wanting to possibly watch your show. Shaq's been on it, right? That got a right. big pop. And again, I know that they have the Thunder Roses. Jade Cargill is now coming up, but I'm saying the top echelon, mm. the top 1% percent. Second of AW.
1: Second bold prediction. We get Shaq versus Big Show in 2022.
0: Yeah. I, I, mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's it's coming that I summer. Yeah. That will happen. Yeah. That will happen. yeah or sooner, rather than later.
1: And he doesn't have to do any commentary. When did or, he uh, wrestle this year? Was it
0: March. Yeah, it's probably, ooh, so it could be coming up soon. Yeah, coming up soon. Yeah, before um, the
1: season. season starts in, like, May, doesn't it? Or, no, it ends in May,
0: usually. Yeah, ends in May. Yeah, there All you right. go. But, yeah, I think I think Keith Lee is going to come into the promotion. I think he's going to get a rocket mm. to his ass, be sent to the top, and he will be your champion. It's not going to be a transitional champion either. He's going to be putting his foot down, saying, I'm the fucking man around here, and I got Keith Lee as your 2022 two A W World Heavyweight Champion. Nice. Thanks. all right man 2021 what a year i don't know what, what to say. A year. our
1: eighth year of doing this and it was a wild one it so was i guess then we will just leave you with that until we come back next year yeah
0: yeah happy new year to everyone and talk to you soon yeah use hashtag tweet the table the spanish announced table